Let the words of my lips and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Nothing like a really good apocalyptic gospel reading to get you fired up in the morning, right? Um, so I've been thinking about buildings and, and houses and, and stones and all of that stuff. And um, kind of weirdly this week, uh, been a weird week kind of going back through memories. Um, my parents, my family, we moved into a beautiful old home in 1988 that was built in 1910 in a historic area of Memphis, and it's really my only remembrance of home. Um, I've got more memories there than I could share over a lifetime of sermons. Um, a lot of those memories probably not appropriate for sermons, so maybe that's a good thing. Um, and on Friday, my parents put the house on the market kind of an awareness of a chapter that is ending. So I get a text on um, Friday from my friend Thomas, just kind of joking. He's like, ah, oh, your parents really selling their home? I'm like, yeah. He's like, why don't you move back and buy it and relive those glory days? <laughs> Thomas has actually been here. And he's like, I know you got a good thing going on in Birmingham. And, <laughs> um, but it's been kind of weird and emotional to, to, to relive and to go through the pictures of the house and to remember the beautiful moments and to some extent want to relive some of those moments. I mean, I think that's, that's natural and that's normal. So I was thinking about another kind of cool, iconic house, one that was built in 1927. Uh, old English and half-timber home at 516 Northwestern Avenue in West Lafayette, Indiana. The fraternity house that I spent a few years in, a beautiful old home. And I went back to see that about seven or eight years ago, and I knew what I was going to experience. We walked up to 516 Northwestern, and there was a beautiful, brand new parking garage. That's what universities do with prime real estate just stones away from Ross Aid Stadium. So, things change. Things change, and the things that we love and hold dear change. The things that we build up here, at least the physical things that we build up here on heaven, give us great joy and value, and they're not permanent. Jesus is walking out with his disciples in this part of Mark, and he's, they're walking out of the temple. And I'm kind of imagining, and maybe I'm reading this into it a little bit, but they walk out, and I'm guessing that he turns around. And he's looking at all the beautiful stone buildings in Jerusalem, and I think he's also looking at the temple. And he's telling the disciples that all these wonderful things that they built are no longer, at some point, they will cease to exist. Now, it's probably important to know at the same time, the way that the Israelite people know God, it's not just about the teachings at this point, 
they actually believe that to encounter God, you have to go to the temple. They experience, like their understanding of God exists in that building. And so maybe there's some foreshadowing in history because it's not but 40 years after the death of Christ that that temple actually tumbling down drastically transforming at least the Jewish people's understanding of God. I mean, can you imagine how unsettling that would be? Maybe more accurate, probably, reading of the text. Maybe this is what Mark is trying to imply, that not only is the temple going to come down, but the very person that these people are coming to understand as God is going to meet a violent ending. In just a short time after he is walking out of the temple and looking. And maybe it's helpful to see in the text that Jesus uses this painful image and I, I recognize that I have not given birth. I've only watched it a couple of times. <laughs> and God, it looked painful. <laughs> it looked painful. And, and, and like, it's probably, it's a violent process as well. It's a violent process as well. And yet, it's what ne- is necessary for life. I think one of the things that I'm aware of, not only in looking back on pictures of my family home and on college, I think it's easy as us as a, as a as staff and, and other staff members here in the room, we've, like it's easy to kind of drop this mindset, I cannot wait until things are like they were 19 months ago. I mean, God, life was a whole lot easier in a number of ways. It certainly was in, in regards to, to being church. It's easy for us to get lured into that mindset of wanting to go back. Wanting to go back. But here's the thing that disciples failed to grasp. While Jesus is talking about the destruction of all they have known and ever known, he's trying to point them to something much greater is about to come. I mean, the rebuilding of the temple is his own resurrection, giving life to the whole world. They're looking for stones, and he's promising them life. We are people of faith. We are people of faith. What that means is there is always life calling us forward. It doesn't mean that we don't treasure some of the things of the past. Doesn't mean we don't learn from what we've experienced. 
but it means we look forward with hope to what is to come. Maybe there's some good news in the fact that disciples didn't fully grasp it. And we don't have to either. But we get to be people of hope. No matter where you are on your journey, if you feel like you are in that place of hope, wonderful. If you feel like the stones are crumbling, there is life on the other side. And we get to search for that as a community. And that is good news. Amen.